everybody, I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy sports news update. Anthony Davis set to meet with the New Orleans Pelicans Vice President David Griffin today. It's believed to be the first meeting between the two since Griffin was hired in April as the Pelicans subsequently won the NBA lottery. Griffin says he will do his best to convince AD to stay with the Pelicans. Davis requesting a trade in February and has uh, st- reportedly remains unchanged his stance. He wants to leave. New Orleans won the draft lottery and therefore likely to select Duke star Zion Williamson at the June 20th NBA draft, the 26-year-old entering his final year of his deal. Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey says they need to improve and will make all players and draft picks available in the trade offseason, according to ESPN. Adrian Wojnarowski added that uh, even though it'd be hard to imagine a scenario involving James Harden point guard Chris Paul could be moved if the offer is right, but dealing with Paul could be hard. With his contract, he's got guaranteed money, $44.2 million for the 2021-22 season. Kevin Durant out. Boogie questions questionable. Game one of the NBA Finals tipping off tomorrow night. We could hardly wait. It's in Toronto. Raptors still one-point favorites over Golden State. Total 214. Tip-off at 9.30 Eastern. Golden State still 300 minus 300 in the series. Toronto plus 240. Game two of the Stanley Cup Final goes down in Beantown tonight. The Bruins laying 70 cents. Total 5.5. The Bruins lead the best of seven series. One to nothing after a comeback win game one. More bad news for the Blues. They're going to be without Robert Thomas and defenseman Vince Dunford tonight. Those are big losses. Las Vegas security guard, the guy who uh, got shoved into a metal gate by Ezekiel Elliott, wants a quote-unquote genuine apology from the Dallas Cowboys running back. He says he got an apology, but it wasn't a sincere one, said 19-year-old Kevin Johnson to CBS LA. He didn't maintain eye contact. It didn't seem sincere. That's what he told the news people. Johnson didn't press charges against Elliott, but the NFL is reportedly expecting to review the incident to determine if the Cowboys star should be disciplined under the personal conduct policy. Elliott led the NFL in rushing last year. The New York Jets have put a request to interview New Orleans Saints Director of Pro Scouting Terry Fontenot for their GM position, according to the NFL Network. The Jets reportedly previously requested GM interviews with Eagles VP of Player Personnel Joe Douglas, Chicago Bears Assistant Director of Player Personnel Champ Kelly, Vikings Assistant George Patton, and Seahawks Co-Director of Player Personnel Scott Fitterer. The Houston Astros lineup taking another major hit. The team announcing Carlos Correa will be placed on the injured list. He's going to miss four to six weeks with a fractured rib. Astros GM Jeff Luno says uh, Correa's injury happened yesterday morning at his home, but he referred to the shortstop to divulge any more information. A little bit of a weird one there. This according to the MLB Network. Correa was in the midst of an all-star caliber first half of the season, hitting 295 with 11 home runs and 35 RBI. The Astros have great depth, but now without Jose Altuve, George Springer, Aldamas Diaz, they got McHugh out too, and Max Stacey, all because of injuries. The team has now recalled Miles Straw from AAA Round Rock. MLB on the go. This just a final. Yankees beating San Diego 7-0. Voight, LeMahieu, Urshel, and Torres all going deep for the Bronx Bombers. John Paxton, a scoreless four-inning, seven Ks. The game stays under the number of 7.5, 7-0 the final. Since he in Pittsburgh was delayed, it's scoreless top five. Angels in Oakland underway. Angels up two to nothing. That's in the bottom of the first. Texas and Seattle. The Rangers put up a three spot in the first. They're up three nothing. Bottom one. Rest of the MLB schedule. Let's take a look. Cleveland and Boston, 6-10. Red Sox minus 115. Total nine. Bieber versus Weber, two at 7.05. We got Detroit and Baltimore. Orioles minus 125. Total 10. Carpenter versus Means. St. Louis at Philly. The Phils minus 185 over under 10. Cabrera versus Nola. Two more at 710. Toronto and Tampa Bay raise big favorites. Minus 257 and a half. Thornton and Snell. 
San Francisco minus 20 cents in their battle there against Miami. Bumgarner versus Lopez over under 7. 720 action. Washington at Atlanta. Braves minus 170, 10 and a half. Sanchez and Gosman. Two more at 810. White Sox and KC. We got Chicago minus 15 cents. Total 9. Sparkman and Lopez. Cubs in Houston. Pick them 9. Hendricks versus Miley. 840 action. We got Arizona laying 20 cents at Colorado. Ray versus Hoffman over under 11. And at 10-10, the Mets and the Dodgers. LA minus 185. Total 7.5. Syndergaard and Bueller. French Open, Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal easily through to the third round. On the women's side, four-seed Kiki Bertans had to retire due to illness. She's done. PGA Tour Memorial gets going tomorrow. Right now, Rory McIlroy, the betting favorite, 8-1. to one. Tiger Woods next in line at 12-1. to one. Europa League Soccer, Chelsea Arsenal, nil-nil at the half. Five games in the MLS tonight. And WNBA action, Seattle at mini. Minnesota minus four over under 152. I'm Cam Stewart. Stick around. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage Radio. It's going to be a lot of fun with our boys Mark Lawrence today and Gamblu. So stick around, everybody. Red Heat and Rage, Hour 1, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Welcome to Game Time Decisions, everybody. I'm the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. You heard in the update, we got afternoon baseball on the go. It looked like the Padres had the bases loaded, juiced in the ninth inning. No runs there. 7 nothing. the final, and the Bronx Bombers, lots of guys going deep today. Good start for John Paxton. I know uh, only went four innings, but struck out seven there. We got games on the go. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati scoreless, and the Angels Athletics 2 to nothing. and Texas put up a three-spot early Early in that game, we got lots of afternoon baseball. We got, uh, hey, tomorrow's the basketball game. We got uh, the hockey game tonight at 8 o'clock. And the Blues, it keeps on getting worse. I'm going to be crying the Blues. Robert Thomas and my boy Vince Dunn still out for the St. Louis Blues against the Boston Bruins, who are simply on fire. These guys can't lose nowadays. So what are you, you going to do? Who knows what you're going to do? Because these guys are not losing hockey games right now. We need, we need a miracle. We need a miracle right now. The total in that game is Five and a half. So we'll see what happens. We got a whole big show for you today. Mark Lawrence will stop by. Gam Blue. There's not an afternoon game. I was checking Dee the schedule. Nope. Diamondbacks are playing tonight, so not in the afternoon. So he'll join the show as well. So we should have a lot of fun here on the program. And the betting board's getting a little bit tougher. Tough night last night in baseball. We were uh, basically all the favorites getting torched. Absolutely. You know, the Dodgers, we put them in parlays. They got smoked. The Boston Red Sox, probably the worst beatdown of the game. We don't know what happened. They had a nice lead in the game. A guy hitting 91, 91, 0.91 going deep in that baseball game. And all of a sudden, I'll tell you, if you're a Boston Red Sox fan, and I know you got a lot of positives, you know, the Bruins are playing great. The New England Patriots win the Super Bowl. But that baseball team, that back-end bullpen has real, real problems. I know a lot of people... I know a lot of people want uh, Craig Kimbrell uh, back there. I'm not sure if they're going to go out and get him, former Red Sox. But, uh, you know, they're going to do something. Because right now, I look at that bullpen, and it's an absolute train wreck. They don't have enough guys there to get it done. The guys that they're throwing in, Workman, 
and the rest of them, they got absolutely rocked by light hitters on Cleveland too. So that's something that the Red Sox will address. They have the money and they will do that. But if you're a Yankees fan, you got to be pretty happy because Boston right now, the, the no lead is safe for the Boston Red Sox. So we'll go through the baseball board a hell of a lot more. We'll see how Gabe's doing. I don't know uh, what's going on with the connection. I know I had some problems last night. So who knows what's happening in today's world? You know what I mean? With technology and everything else, we don't know. We just simply don't know. Basketball, WNBA, what are we betting on tonight? Can't wait for this damn Golden State Raptors series to start. We've been talking about it day after day after day. Hopefully we can just get this damn thing tipped off. Francie's right. Just wait between these games. It's absolutely killer. Stick around, everybody. Red Heat Rage Radio. We're going to be back. Ian, Ian Dave, after a short break. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Um. We had some uh, some uh, visual uh, issues uh, right there, but uh, we're good to go uh, right now. Skype has uh, been uh, pretty reliable. It's one, of, one of these days, man. We took the uh, the normal, the normally reliable 160 from the Port Authority to the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, today. Man, I swear to God, I've been 30 seconds past 12:40 before, and that bus is pulling out of the terminal. Uh, today it didn't leave till like one o'clock. Yeah, so, you know, it's just one of those day late, dollar short uh, type of days uh, so far. But hopefully, uh, when it's all said and done, we end up uh, building and padding the account. Uh, so I'm Arenzi, the Ranger Redhead Cam. Uh, Stewart's throwing it down, holding it down. We got Mark Lawrence right now stepping up and in. Mark, always a pleasure. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing just terrific, Gabe. How are you and Cam doing these days? Doing really good because the good, John Mark. Raptors. Yeah. Raptors are in the finals, Mark. Remember, I believe, last week. Um, have you gone for your shock therapy uh, yet? Because you said you were going to be shocked <laughs> if the Raptors uh, make it to the finals. Was it Pat Benatar who said, hit me with your best shot? Best shot, yeah. <laughs> Fire away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kudos. You called that, Gabe. Uh, you guys were right on the money with that. And uh, I think it was one of the more stunning collapses in the world of uh uh, playoffs in NBA history anyway by the Milwaukee Bucks, but kudos to the Raptors. They did a terrific job, and uh, I personally happen to think they're going to give Golden State everything they want in the finals as well. It's interesting, guys, because I was just reading uh, Nate Silver 538.com, uh, which does, you know, computer based predictions and analysis, and pretty good for sports, you know, hit or, hit or miss politics. They're going to be right, they're going to be wrong, but interesting to actually have the Raptors as favorites in the series. So there's no bias here. This is just their the Nate Silver 538 computer model. And, you know, basically just goes, you know, through some of the facts that. So basically, a team with home court should win a series 54% of the time. Um, the Raptors are, should be our 
win in the computer model, the Raptors win 55% uh, percent of the time. But there is that pedigree that these computer algorithms can't take into, into, into play here. And also there's the strange... There's the strangeness of this, guys, of DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant coming back, and whether that's actually a good thing if they come back, as crazy as it sounds. You know, maybe maybe Kevin Durant can can blend in, but right now, Mark, they have a really good thing going, and they have a great chemistry right now. And if you look at the numbers, like Clay Thompson's better when Durant's not there. They're actually better without Durant and Curry than they would be if Durant and Curry wasn't there, the numbers say. There's a lot of weird dynamics to this, this this series with the unknown, even of the Golden State Warriors lineup. I know the odds makers are really sort of concerned right now about this situation with Boogie Cousins, Kevin Durant coming back because their series price that they had to put out was based upon them not being in the lineups. And I know they're a little bit concerned. I think uh, they put the price out where it is just a little bit uh, higher than they normally would anticipate just in case these two players do happen to make an appearance here. So I think that uh, the series line is a tad inflated because of that. And I think all you need to do is look at this opening line, Toronto minus one in the first game, and ask yourself if it were game seven of the series, would you expect to see Toronto minus one in game seven? Yeah, and Mark, you look at the the series price when you're looking at minus 300, 310, 320. I've seen, you know, shopping around at different books and then a team favorite. That's a weird correlation because you know, you think even Golden State would be, you know, minus 2, minus 3, but look what happened the last series and Gabe and I talked about the discrepancy with the books with Milwaukee. The Raptors were dogs at home in a game or very 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 small favorites even the closing game where Milwaukee was a 7-point favorite, 7 and a half mark. They had it wrong there, and they were way, way off. You know, I'm sure the odds makers are very well aware of the fact that home teams in Game One of the Conference Finals have been outstanding. They're 13 and one straight up, and 12 and two to the number, uh, favoring the home team. With the Toronto momentum being what it was. I don't think they really could have dressed Golden State up as much of a favorite because the money would have uh, been lopsided to Toronto in the game. So they had to balance those books, at least in this game, for the way and the condition that both teams are going into the game. Here's an interesting comment from Draymond Green just from uh, from an hour ago as uh, their media availability is, is going down this afternoon in Toronto. Draymond Green on DeMarcus Cousins. Um, getting dropped into the finals after a lengthy injury rehab. It's kind of like some kid who grew up in the suburbs going to private school. Then one day you just get dropped off in the hood and are told to survive. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, wow. Like, even oh, the Warrior, cool. even like Draymond saying, yeah, yeah, you might be DeMarcus Cousins, man, but you haven't played in a long time, man. This is the <laughs> NBA finals. Like, it's a different pace. Um, I'm telling you, man, Dr. Chow, who we had on the program, longtime San Diego Chargers team doctor. And um, this guy's great. Um, so he basically said, just from seeing the injury that one night, we saw we had him on the show the next morning. He said, oh, this guy will be out till mid-June. And there was a lot about the video of Kevin Durant boarding the team plane. And, oh, look, Kevin Durant's walking and stuff. He tweeted right away, Kevin Durant does not look good. He's like obvious limp and he's walking flat-footed. I don't think Durant's going to play this weekend. It's up to the Raptors to get these first two games at home. To me, that's what it's all about. If the Raptors can hold serve, this series goes long. 
It's going to be tough because Golden State are so damn good, but the Raptors do have a lot of momentum right now on this home court, uh, Mark. Uh, eight and two straight up in the playoffs. Yeah, they're playing terrific basketball right now, and how ironic would it be to see Kevin Durant coming out, dressing for Game 7 of the series, his first appearance in Game 7. <laughs> a little bit of Willis Reed-like coming into the basketball game, and you have to ask yourself, would he help or hurt Golden State in a situation like that? And he'll be thinking, they're going to blame me if we lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, hey, the, the, sure. the overall perception was, hey, he joined them to win anyways. Now he'll be the one to blame. And so a lot, there's a weird dynamic in that room right now. Like, yeah. they wouldn't admit it, Cam, but secretly, yeah. I think they're better off. They just say, no, no, look, whatever. We're good the way it is right now. Let KD just ride off into the sunset. Um, it's just, it changes everything. We don't know. He hasn't played in a while. But I'm not stupid. I'm not naive. I would rather have Kevin Durant than not have Kevin Durant if I was any <laughs> exactly. But I got to believe, Gabe and Mark. Gabe, you talked about this before, and we talked about Draymond Green. How much he's changed, the epiphany that he had. You know, I used to bitch. Now I'm a team leader. It's one of those things that he's been the guy with all these, with Boogie Cousins and Durant out, and he's like really, really taking charge of the situation. It's an interesting dynamic because Kevin Durant is an alpha male and Boogie Cousins a star player. So it's that's the thing you talk about. Even though the talent level is there, the synchronicity and the, the chemistry with the team, I think will be in question because Draymond looks like the leader of that team right now. Kim, I'm impressed, man. Epiphany, synchronicity. These are some really nice words. I must have read a book, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I came up with that one. But you know what I mean, Mark? He seems to be the guy. Like, he's come, he, he's gone full, full circle from a bitcher and a complainer and a referee's nightmare to, like, you know what? We got to be tougher. Let's not flop. Like, he's totally changed his M.O. Yeah, he's, he's a player that has really stepped up for them when they needed him to do just that. He's experienced in doing just that. A little bit of Andre Iguodala, if you will, when he helped uh, the Golden State defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers and won the MVP award. Maybe you can say even Green is playing to that level uh, in, the, in these playoffs here. So without Kevin Durant in the lineup here, he's been fiercely needed, and he's really delivering the goods. Um. We can't uh, we can't discount. I know the regular season games, but as far as the confidence factor is concerned, as well, uh, Raptors two and zero against the Warriors this year. Raptors two and zero. Both uh, both games were pretty high scoring, uh, as well. It's going to be some really really interesting uh, matchups in this series. Steve Kerr, you have to give the the advantage to over Nick Nurse due to the experience factor, but Nurse has done a nice job shaking things up. And to me, Mark, this comes down to the fact the Raptors have home court. And to me, they have the best player on the court in Kawhi Leonard as well. They do have the series MVP right now. If the uh, if the playoffs were ended today, it would have to be Kawhi Leonard. Remains to be seen whether Stephen Curry will put himself in the race. All right, hang in there, Mark. We'll take a quick break. We'll get a, a final NBA prediction. Quick baseball take. Mark Lawrence with us on Game Time Decision. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. 
All right, game time decisions continues. People are tweeting pictures of the uh, the Warriors outside their hotel here. I thought it was the Sheridan across from City Hall. It looked like the entrance, same type of entrance, but I clicked more and I'm like, nah, I don't really. It's too clean looking. <laughs> so Ritz Carlton. I that's that's Cam. That's where I figured they'd be staying. The Ritz Carlton. That's yeah. I thought maybe the Royal York, but that's too old fashioned. Um, I thought Ritz Carlton. That's what they, that's what I thought. Turns out they're staying at a place on Bay Street. It's more like a uh, it's like a condo condo tower more than hotel. It's owned by the Marriott. It's pretty rich. Pretty smart actually too, because the Ritz Carlton's really close to the arena, right, Gabe? A lot of stragglers and stuff there, and you know people are going to be hanging around. Hey, they're staying here. Raptor Nation's insane. Like they, you know what I mean? They, well, they people they are trying to track them down. Cam, I just exactly. figured it out. Yeah, on Twitter, like they're like, oh, here they are. <laughs> Pretty yeah. nice rooms. I'm looking right now. <laughs> it's basically right by City Hall. It's like uh, it's like they could they could walk down the street. Although they would stick out if they did. Um, yeah, this place is really nice. I never heard of this before. I guess this is where the rich people go. <laughs> uh, all right, we're with Mark Lawrence right now. So, Mark, different ways to approach this series. Um. I'm looking at this. I think it's going to be a long series. I think home court's going to mean uh, an awful lot here. You know, we can start to get bold a little bit with, with picking the Raptors in, in certain games. But, um, you know, I'm looking at the series and let's say uh, total games. Total games, man. Six games is plus 190. Um, seven games is plus 250, both of which I think are, aren't bad bets, actually. I'd be surprised if this series didn't go six or seven games. You know, it, it kind of goes back to Gabe when uh, talking about taking value in a position as the series is playing out. And if you like Toronto in the series, uh, I would think you might especially like them if they're down 0-1 and the price doubles up. Uh, you know, just given the fact that uh, it's 3-3 three and three to the home court thereafter, you're not conceding four games to Golden State at home. That's where I would jump into the into the fair. If Toronto loses game one, I would come and back them to win the series and take that big extra juicy price. I brought up as well um, Kawhi Leonard, and you mentioned the MVP. There's there's a way to go here with this, too. Uh, there's not that much of a difference because the odds makers figure this stuff out. And, you know, they, they realize this, too, the correlation, but... If the Toronto Raptors win, as good as Norm Powell has been, or Van Fleet's, Van Fleet would have to hit 300 three-point shots. To MVP, play. Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, it's Kawhi Leonard. If the Raptors yes. win the NBA Finals, it's Kawhi Leonard, right? Yes, yes. So the Raptors pay plus 230 to win the series. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard's plus 245 yeah. to win MVP. It's only a 15-cent difference, but it's pretty much locked in stone that if the Raptors win, Kawhi Leonard's the MVP. Yeah, plus two forty five would be would be your play today. Uh, you know, but again, I think uh I love playing these series as they go on and one team slips a notch or slips a gear and the jump in on them if you feel that the basketball team is playing with good momentum 
and is moving forward, and I think that could be the pace with Toronto here. You know, they suffered a loss or two, a bad loss or two along the way in the playoffs here, and a lot of people will want to jump off the bandwagon if they see that happen here in the yeah. opening game, but I think, that would be, I think that would be a mistake. Yeah, and without a doubt, and even, even the Warriors, for the record, like the... Even the Warriors, for the record, like if the Warriors lose game one, there'll be value with the Warriors, too. Like, oh, big yeah. deal. The Warriors are down one nothing. Cam, right? True. Suddenly, you know, we see it. Look, if there was a way big over. There's always an overreaction in the playoffs after a game. After two games, there's a massive overreaction. I don't want to be dramatic, but I don't think the Raptors can win the series unless they win both games at home. Yeah, I, yeah, I really believe this. Like they need, they can win the, they can win this thing. But as and Mark, you're right. They had a bad game. They slipped up. They lost the first game to Orlando. They lost a home game. They slipped up on their home court. They 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 gave it up. They gave up their home yep. court to um, to Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee. They held serve on their home court. They lost the first two games on the road. Then they won four straight. Um. But I don't think there's that margin of error against Golden State. I think, like, to really put the pressure on Golden State, you need to freak them out and send them back home down to nothing. That would seem to be the case. I just uh, I'm, I'm more in the in the camp of what you mentioned of the Raptors' ability to bounce back off a home loss, uh, especially a game one home loss where you know we know you know they've been prolific in losing the first game of a series in the NBA playoffs. We witnessed that this year, but they still found a way to suck it up and come back and play to win a series here. And I think I, what I'm saying here is I think they can do the same thing against Golden State or that they happen tomorrow night. Mark Lawrence uh, with this. All right, Mark, before we get you out of here, uh, we've got some uh, baseball uh, going on. I was reading the, the, uh, the coffee club uh, earlier. Baseball is a weird sport, man. Like last night, I had um, last night I had the uh, the under in the Yankees game, Mark, four nothing in the first inning before there was a single out recorded in the top of the first. <laughs> Somehow yep. it stays under nine and a half. I've got the Boston Red Sox last night. They're up five two going into the ninth. They lose. Yep, correct. That's baseball <laughs> for you. Sure is. Well, they play this game every day, as you know, Gabe, and uh, because they play it every game for 162 games in the season here, we're going to see a lot of weird happenings in Major League Baseball, especially, I think, more so with totals than you do see with results. So uh, I don't think there's a Ripley's, believe it or not, that hasn't seen a story from Major League Baseball that isn't in there these days. Bumgarner, I know you're big on the months. Yep. Bumgarner, 20-4 and four in the four. month of May uh, as we wind down May. Uh, game pretty much to pick him here today against the Marlins too. Yeah, he's twenty and four in May. This is the time he begins to cook, and he same mo with him. He starts slow. Here comes May, and Madison Bumgarner works his way into being an All Star pitcher. Miami Marlins have played a little better baseball here of late, but they're still the Miami Marlins, and I think at a pick him here, there's a lot of value with Bumgarner tonight. Mark another guy, Nola. He was really slow to start the year, but his last couple starts, he feel like he's getting his mojo back. Also, ten and one in May, uh, he might be uh, in some parlays too. Philadelphia is in a real nice situation tonight because the other kid pitching is a call-up pitcher, and his numbers in the minor leagues are not even good. No, uh, average at best. And uh, you know, while Nola may not be in peak form, he still has won six of his last seven starts. So he's playing some pretty good baseball, and he has those really strong May numbers as well. Only one way I'd look here, and that would be with the Phillies. 
and uh, some some notes that we have to bring up, courtesy of Mark Lawrence's database uh, here, too, as far as Wade Miley is concerned. Enters tonight's game against the Cubs, having gone 5-0 and with a 2.15 run average, 0.95 whip at home uh, this season. Uh, he's cashed in on seven of his last, uh, his eight starts at night uh, this year. Six of his last seven starts in May. Kyle Hendricks, ERA, uh, sixth whip, real, real uh, bad uh, here. And uh, weird, weird number with this game, too, guys, with the Cubs being uh, road favorites against the Astros camp. Yeah, it's a head scratcher to me, guys. Yeah, it's it, it. I don't know if the you know there, there's somebody out of the lineup here. Yeah, Carlos Correa, Mark. He's out four to six yeah, weeks. Well, Apparently, it's a mysterious injury, guys. I want to. I talked about it in the update. He hurt his ribs, and then he just went up to the manager and said, "I hurt my ribs." They're like, "What did you do?" Like he hasn't even talking about. I don't know what he was doing, moving furniture or something. But that's a big loss for uh, for Houston in that game. They got a lot of guys out, but they're a damn deep team. The Astros are still good and. Wade Miley used to be a laughing stock, but he's figured out how to pitch it the last little while. Yep, and the bottom line, it's still the Astros at home who are dominating, you know, arguably the best team in Major League Baseball, and now a home dog with all those strong Miley numbers here. Again, only one way I could look, that would be with Houston in this contest. Mark Lawrence, uh, playbook.com. Uh, so, uh, Mark, are you going to be off next week? And then uh, you're, you're getting ready for we're going to start the college football previews already pretty soon. Ooh. Yes, we will. In fact, as we speak today, Gabe, the magazine, the playbook football preview guide magazine, went to the printer today. Wow. So when I speak with you guys next in two weeks, uh, hopefully you'll have copies of those magazines and we can begin those college football previews and the pig will be in the air. I look, I look forward to the <laughs> pigs will be flying. <laughs> Big fly, you say. So, yeah. So, in other words, two weeks from now, we'll start college football. Uh, we'll have the college football uh, publication, preview magazine, playbook, and uh, we'll be talking about the Raptors uh, winning their first ever NBA championship, Mark. I'm not, I can't disagree with you. I'm not a lie. I'd be a fool to do that right now. And, uh, but I happen to like the Raptors in the series anyway, so I'm on board with you, Gabe. Let's uh, get it. And if they, do win the, if they do win the series, I will not be surprised. Mark Lawrence with us. Thanks for the time, Mark. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Be well. Take care. I'll catch up with you in two weeks. Mark Lawrence. Pigs flying. I like it. Yeah, pig yeah, roast. Pig, pig in the air, he says. <laughs> Pigs in the air, baby. <laughs> um, the question is, will Kawhi Leonard uh, be in the air after the season is over? As The Raptors and Raptor fans, everyone's done a pretty nice job of not dwelling on this. But it's starting to pop up now. It just is what it is. There's only a couple of weeks left. Kawhi Leonard's uncle says they're not thinking about it. They're all, they want to win a championship, and they're going to deal with this after when it's done. There's been odds uh, released out there right now, and I think there's value, Cam. People have doubted the Raptors like through the playoffs. Not all the way through the playoffs, because they were favorites against Philadelphia. Yeah, uh, But they, they were doubted against Milwaukee. Um, they're being doubted once again now, and they're being doubted for re-signing Kawhi Leonard. Like to me, Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard re-signing in Toronto should be the the favorite, not the yeah. LA Clippers. LA Clippers are minus two hundred. The, the Raptors are the second choice, at plus one twenty five. I don't know why people are so convinced he's going to sign with the Clippers. I really don't. But Doc Rivers is already trying to tamper with the last night on TV. So 
Welcome to the NBA, where you're allowed to tamper with players, even if they're in the middle of the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They got to do something about this game. It's wrong. Ah, it's true. Silver's got to step up. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decision. Continues. Ready to change radio. Video number. Lou Gamble will join us. Attempting to be at the Stanley Cup uh, with Lou. Uh, UFC this week from uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, pretty crazy uh, looking arena, man. It's called the the Globe in Stockholm. I've never seen it before. I've seen it from the inside. I've heard of it and stuff, but I never really looked at it. For some reason, I I decided to look it up. I was like, what, what arena is this? And, yeah, it's like a big white globe. Uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool arena. Pretty cool cards. A bunch of Swedish fighters. It's what the UFC does, you know. Swedes like uh, to fight. Where where they go, they they load it up with locals. So it's sort of you know the uh, guys from that part of the world. Uh, Gustafsson's on the card. Latifi um, should be a d- decent card. Um, we'll see if Lou has any uh, any live live dogs. Uh, for us here, and uh, we'll talk. We'll get to the Stanley Cup. Of course, we have another game uh, tonight in the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup that man, the Boston Bruins have like broken my will pretty much to like yeah, I bet agree. against them. I agree. You know, it's just like it's tough. You, know, you bet against them, you lose. The last eight <laughs> times, it's crazy. Like the last time they lost a game, I was I was on them. I took them. Like, I yep. almost feel if I take them, they're going to lose. And if I don't, they're going to win. Like, either way, I'm screwed. Last night, I lost the Red Sox game. It's, it's, I don't know if it's in my head or if it's a coincidence or what it is, but I just don't win games involved with Boston teams besides the either Celtics. Do, it's or so Boston funny you say College. that. Yep. I, actually, I agree. Boston College has been good to me. I got no problem with the Eagles. But, yeah, you're talking the Patriots have screwed me. I was on Boston last night. They killed the parlay that I had with Tampa Bay. Then the Dodgers killed the late one. So I did a round rob and got smoked with those parlays. But what are you going to do? Yeah, they until they address their bullpen issues, uh, you know, they're going to lose games like that. It's a real problem. Next up, I'll tell you, Gabe, Vince Dunn has been out for the Blues for a few games. He ha- has a face laceration. I thought he'd be, he'd be back by now. He's not. That really hurts the Blues. He's their offensive guy. He could really, like, step it up on the power play. And they lost Rob, Robert Thomas, who's been a fantastic player, one of the more underrated players this postseason. So now the Blues are dealing with more injuries, too. That's not good news against a, a, a hot Boston team at, at uh, minus 170. That line's there for a reason. Yeah, so the guy got hurt after getting killed by Tor, uh, by uh, by crew. Yep. That that hits, like, the definition of the series, man. Like, yeah. If you're the Blues tonight, you got to you've got yeah. you've got you've got to come out and lay someone out, Cam. Yeah, I'm telling you, like the same type of thing, except you can't take a penalty doing it. Like you got to be smart exactly. about it, but you've got to do the same type of thing where you flat someone big time that gets your yep. bench going, and it sort of 
because that's almost a knockout punch that they landed right there, just symbolically. Yeah. And another thing is we can't overlook this now. And, you know, I didn't want to make too much of it at the time, but because whatever, you know, the St. Louis Blues were in the, in the Stanley Cup three years in a row because of the expansion format. Um, but they were 0-12. They're now 0-13, Cam, in, in Stanley Cup playoff games. Like, they they got to get a damn win one of these. <laughs> Imagine they get that right, up, 0-13. That, that's, that's, that's real curse type. You're right, though, Gabe. Uh, like, guys like Edmondson, you have a big, big blue line. You got Edmondson, you got Bo Meester, you got uh, Bortuzzo. Those are guys who are big, big monsters. When some guy in Boston comes in, yeah, you're right. You got to lay him out, big check, lay out a couple guys early. Get the first goal again, which didn't seem to help. But the Blues are still, they're alive. The, the Thomas injury is very, very bad. Oh, yeah. they, they played without Dunn for th- like three games prior. They beat San Jose without him, but I thought he'd be back by now. It's got to be way worse. I think the injury's in his eye because, uh, you know, hockey players are tough. So unless it's that, he, he, he'd play. But, uh, and uh, Bennington has to stand on his head again. I'll tell you, I'm not going to blame him for that loss, but they scored a couple cheesy goals. Uh, and that really hurt. Like, they're going to need – you said it, man. Boston's so hot, you need a perfect game. Like, you need a perfect game, and uh, you really, really have to pound these guys into the wall. They've done it before. They could do it again. But I am concerned about the injuries, and uh, the line's telling you that Boston's – like, you know what I mean? Like, people will still bet Boston at minus 170. That's how hot they are. Yeah, everybody's on, on the Bruins tonight, though. The line is what it is, but everyone – it's a trendy pick to go back to the well. Um yeah. With the Blues here, listen. The Blues were dead last, and they've been a resilient team the whole, you know, the whole damn year, right? They were dead last in the NHL. They were down two one after that brutal call, the hand pass uh, goal against San Jose. Yep. They've faced adversity all the way through the playoffs. They've been down before. It's just a little tougher now. You're against Boston. You're in Boston. Boston have won eight in a row. Tuka Rask is playing unbelievable, but they're right there. They weren't dominated or anything like that. But exactly. Boston really haven't dominated anybody, and they're always just like one goal better, essentially. Yeah, it's getting frustrating. Hey, what's that the sign of? Winners, right? You look in football, too, tight game. Like, that's the thing about the Patriots, too. Like, you, you know what? You know when Tom Brady's got the ball last, they're going to find ways to put up the board, usually, except for the Super Bowls, win after win after win. That's what these guys do. The Boston Bruins are champions. The thing about me that is really shocking about this team is how they're getting production from every single player they call up. That's the beautiful thing, I guess, about being on a team that's on a Tootsie roll and feeling it right now. They can have AHL players. You call them up, they score. They're getting, they're getting great minutes from guys that didn't even, weren't even in this league game. They were guys who were in the American hockey league. They get called up and all of a sudden they're uh, key factors on a, a Stanley cup run. Like the Boston Bruins, Bruce Cassidy and his staff has done a great job too. And you said it. The Leafs were in tight games with these guys. Boston wins. They just find, they find a way. Their veteran presence is strong. I got to give Marchand credit, man. The guy, he's a pest, but he's amazing. And Bergeron's a stud. He's great in the face. He does all. Think about Boston is they do all the little things right. All the little nuances of the game that you don't see, like face-off wins that lead to goals and deflections. That they win all those battles. St. Louis has to win them tonight. Um, this is from the Morency database. Yes, Boston is now nine and zero against. <laughs> Boston's now nine and zero in the Stanley Cup Finals against uh, St. Louis. St. Louis are now zero and thirteen in Stanley Cup uh, play. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But this is something that Kenny Albert and uh, we spoke with Kenny Albert earlier in the day. Um, and we'll replay the conversation later. 
he brought up that Bennington is 11-2 and two off of a loss this year. I like that. I like that a lot. And in the playoffs, he's 5-2 and two off of a loss. So, basically, he started every game in the playoffs. So, in other words, yes. the Blues are 5-2 and two off a loss in the playoffs. I like that part of your database. Wasn't too uh, encouraged about the earlier statistics. But... Uh, <laughs> At the, at that price, I think I'm going to have to come to the Blues. I in regulation, you're not even paying any juice. Like if the game goes to overtime, you win the bet. So it'll probably be a real tight game tonight too. So you know what? I, I I'm on the Blues, Gabe. I'm, I took them my futures on them. I'm not hedging on Boston. If they if St. Louis loses this game, uh, then we then we have to start doing some sell talks because I don't know what the hell to do. Then again, the Blues haven't played a game at home yet, right? But they were so good on the road. Uh, that's what we always yeah. say. Series hasn't started until uh, until a team loses yeah. at home. Correct, correct. They can win today. Then uh, then we'll then we'll change it up. This damn Boston team, man, they're they're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. I, I don't know how they won the first game, but they did. All right. So what happened uh, yesterday? We talked about this. So remember, there was a guy. Um, he put two hundred bucks on. This isn't the guy with the hundred thousand dollar play. This yeah. is another guy. He put two uh, $200 on the St. Louis Blues at 25 to 1 to win the cup. Uh, the ticket pays $50,200. Hmm. Put it up on Prop Swap yesterday. He got offered $12,550. You taking it? No. Or you uh, no. you stay, you're keeping your ticket at that point. I'm I'm keeping it. I'm keeping. You don't want you don't want little, you don't want twelve thousand five hundred for a two hundred dollar investment. No, I don't know, Gabe. It's just that seems a little bit low to me. Just a little bit. That feels like a sandbagger. That's a sandbag number. Oh, you hear about these other two Boston guys? One of the guy works for a sports radio guy. They did the Boston thing. The, will three Boston area teams win championships? It started with the Red Sox. They got the Patriots. They win uh, this guy, Bruins. It, their bet was 40 to 1. I'm not sure exactly what it pays, but the guy's in sports radio. Uh, and uh, yeah, apparently this guy's uh, cheering for the Bruins, which looks real good right now. Um, here's another one. A lot of Blues guys uh, abandoning ship here right now. Here's another guy. Uh, don't abandon the ship. I know. It's unbelievable. This guy put in uh, same thing. Um, so this guy bet, uh, 25, um, so his tickets, his tickets were uh, 5,000. Yeah. And, see, for, uh, he, for, for he five, watched 5,000. Yeah. See, that's cool. Like that's a guy who needs grocery, like $5,000. You're thinking, Hmm, you know, two or three mortgage payments, stuff like that. Like that's a guy, that's a guy that's the chunk of money will satisfy. Once you start getting into the bigger numbers, like the 50,000s, I got to want at least, you know, 17, 5, 20. Like, they weren't that big dogs. It Here's another tonight. Blues Every, Everything changes. Yep. This guy put 15 bucks on the Blues at 100 to 1. Yep. <laughs> nice. I like these guys. Uh, paid 1,500. He just sold it on Prop Shop for 411. <laughs> See, that's a guy who wants quick cash. Yep. <laughs> I like those guys. Give me 411 bucks. I'm in. Wow. These Blues fans are really jumping ship. They're jumping like the ship. like the Titanic. Dude. <laughs> All right, Ainzer. What's up, Ainzer? Ainzer. Well, guys, this is an overre- overreaction. They lost one game, right? I know. And yes. they've, they've been so resilient in all the series up to now. 
How do you write them off after one game? Plus, they've been so good at coming back after a loss, like you said with Bennington. But Ruby's a good coach, man. He's got this he team. He's got a good handle on them. So I think he's going he's gonna to have a game plan tonight. He's going to be able to get them motivated, too. There's so many reasons to still like St. Still like St. Louis. I think uh, I think O'Reilly is a very good player. He's with Priest Bergeron light, and if he can get the better of them, of, of him in just one game, that's massive. Pareko is Chara like 12 years ago. Pareko yeah. is the ultimate defenseman right now. Like he injures people with shots. He leans on the guy, and the guy tips over. Right. So they should just like Kevin and Bortuzzo. They should be hammering all these guys. It's going to be a war of attrition. San Jose jumped out to a quick start against the Blues last time, and what happened to them at the end? They were all rocking wounded. They were they were beat up. It was a like a men men against boys. So uh, I would like to buy some of these uh, tickets now. I still have the cheddar to do it. Yeah, exactly, Hazer. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm not giving. I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in yet. You gotta get a prop swap, and uh, you know you could have bought a ticket for fifteen hundred dollar ticket for four hundred dollars. Yeah, the four hundred eleven yeah, one Hanes are in your price range. Yeah, you know you pay yeah, a very it's good actually, rent. It's actually still a bit out of reach, but it's close. No, but <laughs> it, it is good value, and it isn't. It basically comes yeah. down to what the series is. Exactly. Look, the series right now yeah, yeah. is is two plus two thirty. So yeah. four hundred eleven dollars at plus two thirty. Pays back nine forty five, so okay. Buddy got a little bit of a bargain by paying this because um, you know it, it actually works out to like the same thing to win nine forty five. He'd get back fourteen hundred. You see what I'm saying? Nope. So he basically he basically bought it for the series. Like the guy, <laughs> like I said this yesterday a couple of times. Like the ticket for fifty thousand, he wanted to sell it. He wasn't going to get more than twenty thousand for it. Yeah. Like somebody buying at twenty thousand, and it's not even face value, right? Like fifteen. I said yesterday, fifteen, sixteen, twelve, five. Not an offer, an awful uh, deal, like for that. No, it's not. It's not. But if the Blues win tonight, Gabe, that series price alters. There's a lot of wishful things right. going on here, though. Yeah, I'm trying to stay positive, Hanser style. I, I got the future well, on the Blues too. They better All win. Right, thanks, Hanser. Yeah, later, guys. Seems like a lot of people that don't have money and that don't have the future tickets have a lot of advice for these people that do. That's, that's <laughs> true. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Alright, game time decision. Uh, you done yet, gang? <laughs> yeah, I'm done there, man. I thought that was an awesome promo, man. Made me hungry. It's like, you know, I'm ready to go harpoon fishing myself. Yeah, kill a fish. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, here's a dude who's got a nice uh, Raptor ticket here. Raptors! Yeah. He put, uh, uh, this guy, uh, $200. Ticket pays, uh, ticket pays $16,000. Nice. $16,000. Um, yeah, this is, uh, Prop Shop's an interesting, interesting breed here, like you said. 
some people are greedy. Some people sort of get it, and some people because yeah. it's only worth what the series is worth now, right? Exactly. Like I said, like if you bought that for four hundred eleven dollars, and you're getting back here, it is you're getting back one thousand five hundred and fifteen. If you just bet the four hundred eleven right now yourself, all right, you're getting back uh, thirteen hundred and fifty six. So that's where the value comes in. So it's basically people that are playing the stock market value here that they're getting an extra, you know, 140 bucks out of it or whatever, right? An extra 160 bucks on top. Because otherwise, what's the point of bailing someone out? You can just bet this online yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you. I mean, there's got to be a deal in this for you, right? I mean, yes. Why would I just buy the ticket from you for plus 230 when I can play it anywhere plus 230? You're the one who wants to sell it. Exactly. You have to (laughs) offer. The customer a deal, or there's no point in doing it. That's the thing. Yeah, it's a weird. It's like cycle. a pawn shop. It's like a pawn yeah. shop. Like the, the guy, you know, Rick's got to make some money here. Hey, hey man, your fenders. You 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 were t- you had some tough times, Marenzi. You had to sell that Fender Stratocaster. You know what I mean? You got to go in there and uh, yeah, like basically they're going to undersell you. They know you need the money. That's the that's the part of the deal. You know what I mean? That's the part of the deal. You're not going to get full full market value, but you need quick cash. It's just, it's the, that's the thing with playing futures, right? You, you get, you find yourself in this, in this spot. Now, listen, I don't know why these people just don't hedge as well. I don't think they never heard another of thing. Yeah, I know. Maybe they're, it's weird. They don't gamble as much as we especially do. I Cam, especially the guy with the $1,500 tip, like, bro, it's yeah. not that hard to figure out. You don't need that much money to hedge this out. <laughs> like the Bruins for 160 for this Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Excellent point, Marantz. Yeah, just do the math and hedge if you need the 400 bucks. Anyway, I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports update. Let's hit the baseball diamond. The Yankees beating San Diego today 7 to nothing. Boyd, LeMahieu, Ursula, Torres all going deep for the Bronx Bombers. John Paxton, four innings of work, seven Ks. The game stays under the number seven and a half. Cincy and Pittsburgh were delayed. Uh, they're up now. Pirates up seven to nothing. Colin Moran, home run number five for the Buccos. And Josh Bell, the red hot Josh Bell, just went deep. Number 18, a three run shot, man. He's on fire. So seven to nothing. Pirates. Angels in Oakland. Angels up two to nothing. Bottom four. Marcus Simeon went deep for the A's. Number seven. Texas and Seattle. Rangers up three to one. Bottom four. Hunter Pence. Two RBIs there. He's doing good things for the Texas Rangers. The Houston Astros uh, lineup taking another major hit today. The team announcing Carlos Correa will be placed on the injured list and will miss four to six weeks with a fractured grip. Astros GM Jeff Lono says Correa's injury happened yesterday at his home, but deferred to the shortstop to divulge any more info on the injury. This according to the MLB Network. Correa in the midst of an all-star caliber first half. Uh, 11 dingers, 35 RBIs, hitting 295. The Astros got some depth problems now. Altuve, George Springer already out for them. The team has now recalled Miles Straw from AAA Round Rock. Mike on, Mike off, Yang. The Las Vegas security guard who was shoved in a metal gate by Ezekiel Elliott wants a genuine apology from the Dallas Cowboys running back. 
I, uh, he said he got an apology, but it wasn't sincere, said 19-year-old Kevin Johnson to CBS LA. He didn't maintain eye contact. It didn't seem sincere, he said about Elliott. Johnson didn't press charges against the Dallas Cowboys running back, but the NFL reportedly expecting to review the incident to determine if the Cowboys star should be disciplined under the personal conduct policy. Elliott led the NFL in rushing last year for a second time in his career. Jets putting in a request to interview New Orleans Saints Director of Pro Scouting Terry Fontenot for their GM position, this according to NFL Network. They've also requested interviews from Eagles VP of Player Personnel Joe Douglas, Bears Assistant Director of Player Personnel Champ Kelly, and a host of others. Game two of the Stanley Cup Final goes down in Boston tonight. Bruins laying 70 cents, total five and a half. Bruins lead the best of seven over St. Louis, one to nothing. Blues without forward Robert Thomas and defenseman Vince Dunn tonight. Big losses for them. Basketball news, Antonio Davis set to meet New Orleans Pelicans Vice President David Griffin today. It's believed the first meeting between the two since Griffin was hired in April and the Pelicans subsequently won the NBA draft lottery. Griffin says he'll do his best to convince Davis to stay with the Pelicans. He requested a trade in February and his uh, stance reportedly remains unchanged despite New Orleans winning the draft lottery. Therefore, likely they're going to select Duke star Zion Williamson at the June 20th NBA draft, the 26-year-old entering the final year of his contract. Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey says they need to improve and he'll make all players and picks available in trade talks this offseason. This story, according to ESPN, Adrian Wojnarowski adding that even though it's hard to imagine a scenario without James Harden and point guard Chris Paul, Chris Paul could be moved if the offer is right. Dealing Paul would be hard with his contract is set to guarantee him $44.2 million for the 2021-22 season. Kevin Durant, uh, game one, out for Golden State. Boogie Cousins questionable. NBA Finals, man, we can't wait. Game one Thursday night in Toronto. Raptors still one-and-a-half-point favorites over the Warriors. Total stationary, 213-and-a-half. Tip-off, 930 Eastern. Series price, Golden State, minus 300. Rest of the uh, MLB board tonight. Next up, Cleveland-Boston at 610. Red Sox, minus 115. Total nine. Bieber versus Weber. Two at 705. Detroit and Baltimore. Orioles, minus 125. Over under 10. Carpenter and Means. St. Louis is at Philly. Phil's minus 185. Total 10. We got Cabrera. A call-up versus Nola. A pair at 710. We got Toronto and Tampa Bay. Rays minus 250. Thornton versus Snell. Total 7.5. San Fran. They're 20 cent favorites at Miami. Bumgarner and Lopez. Over under 7. 720 baseball action. Washington at Atlanta. Braves minus 170. 10.5. Sanchez versus Gosman. Two more at 810. KC at the White Sox. White Sox, 15-cent favorites, total nine, Sparkman and Lopez. Cubs in Houston, pick them nine, Hendricks versus the red-hot Wade Miley. 840 action, Arizona, 20-cent favorites at Colorado. Ray and Hoffman, total 11. And at 10-10, the New York Mets, who beat the Dodgers last night, uh, they're battling again. L.A. minus 185, total seven and a half. Syndergaard versus Bueller, good matchup there. French Open, Roger Federer and Nadal are through. Women's side, fourth seed, Kiki Bertans upset today. She had to withdraw due to illness. PGA Tour tomorrow, Rory McIlroy, the betting favorite at 8-1. Tiger Woods next up at 12-1. We have soccer action on the board today. Europa League, All-England final right now. And Chelsea, wow, they get it done. 4-1 to the final. Chelsea over Arsenal. Hope you had the over. Arsenal's Five games joke. in the MLS tonight. Atlanta and Minnesota. They kick things off at 7. WNBA action, Seattle Storm at Minnesota. The Lynx minus four, over under 152. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. Gabe Renzi hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio on the Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network. Coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do.
with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Thank you. Well done, Cap. Thanks, Cap. They uh, guess you did. They didn't read your sign. No, no, no. Like, uh, is it hard? I can tell Yang just realized now at the end. Yeah, yeah, you're back. Yeah, yeah, we know we're back. Yeah, yeah, we're back. See, read me like a book there, buddy. Mic on, mic off. Mic on, mic off. Mic on, mic off. The difference between us, Yang, me and Cam, like we actually like we, we know when we're on air and not on. You guys in the pit seem to have a hard time understanding that. <laughs> we get it. Like we, we're fine with that. Like it's almost like I need to tell you, you know, back to live action, Yang. <laughs> yeah. Hang up the mic, buddy. Got it, baby. Got it. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, like when I when I bring them in, sometimes like you know, I, like I, you know, I hit it, but then I realize like you know, just yeah, got a double, got a double hit the button, double you click know? it. Just you were sure Danny. Uh, yeah, you were Danny. Uh, drumming on the desk was a nice, uh, nice addition. Yeah, that today was too. a good one. <laughs> NBA action. <laughs> <laughs> Got to plow through it, right, Gabe? Uh, I'm glad you get to hear it, though, Marenzi. Sometimes I thought you might be out uh, taking a leak or something, but yeah, lots of fun. I heard the end of it. I'm like, yeah, these guys are too much. They're yelling, they're talking, and they're <laughs> yeah. drumming on the desk. Like Cam's talking louder. You figure they'd figure it out, but it never works. It never works. Uh, jokes Alaska, on me. Alaska happy hour. Yeah. What happy hour? Uh, happy hour in Alaska. Is it always happy hour in Alaska? Yeah, usually, yeah. You know, got a caribou ro- roaming around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're living up in Alaska. I've been to Alaska. It's actually very pretty. Yeah, yeah. It seems seems like it is uh, very nice. Alaska, <laughs> kind of remote though. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I'd rather live. I lived in uh, the Northwest Territories. I think Alaska is a hell of a lot less uh, remote. You could still there. You know, you can get around. Yeah, it's it's it, they're both far. Let's see. Yeah, who are we kidding? You're right, Gabe. I, You're uh, not going anywhere quick. Yeah, it's a problem. My Uber driver today was uh, this woman that told me about how she moved. She moved like away. She's like bitching about the traffic and stuff. Like she's like typical yeah. like you know, New York New Jersey. She's like effing this, effing that. She's <laughs> bitching about everything. And then she goes, you know, she goes. Uh, I lived for a couple of years on a nice farm in Pennsylvania. It was very peaceful. And <laughs> so I said, your so what happened? I said, so what happened? He goes, oh, uh, I got bored. <laughs> Good call. You want it both ways, Moretti. You can't have it both I know. ways. I know. She goes, there was nothing to do. She goes, at first it was nice, but then there was nothing to do. She goes, people are weird out there, too. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Page, our radio. Fantasy Sports, our radio network. Uh, I am Gabriel Moretzi. <laughs> Throw it down with the Raging Redhead Cab Store. We're at the level two here. <laughs> Arsenal's getting their ass handed to them. Yeah, it's over. 4-1, four, four, buddy. Uh, oh, Chelsea four, one, final score. Actually, bet on Chelsea to, just because of my neighbor. It was 0-0 at the half, game. They scored five goals in the second half. Five. Right. Let's bring in uh, Lou uh, right Ooh. now. Gamblue.com. What's up, Lou? Not too much, gentlemen. Uh, you know, I don't get to say it when you bring me on every week, but I sure do appreciate you guys bringing me on every week. We love well, we having you, Lou. Joining us uh, every week, Lou. We appreciate your time. I thought you were going to be all nice to Yang again or something like that off yeah. the top. I was like, oh, no, you're pouring it on too thick now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you guys are my friends, but Yang is a freaking man. And so everything in the show runs through Yang, and so I'm going to make him my right-hand man and keep you as friends. How's that? Ah, I like that, Gam Lou. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Got an ally, buddy. Yang knows how to turn things on. He's got a problem turning things off. Turning it off. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, KB uh, putting pine saw on me and then pulls me out of the game. Yeah, yeah, there's already been a couple of visits to the mound today. It's like a Yankee game. Uh, it's like a Yankee game. But, no, we appreciate your time uh, with us, Lou. So before we get into, uh, before we get into the UFC, um, we have game two tonight. There's been a lot of talk. Uh, we're going to replay a conversation we have with Kenny Albert a little bit later on. He's doing a game on the radio, Westwood One Radio. Um, you know, we, weird game, game one, in which, you know, there was a lot of talk about the layoffs and all that. St. Louis came out, didn't really take Boston too long to, to get their feet back, as we saw over the last 40 minutes of play. Um, you know, hard-hitting series, Boston, listen, if it's a, if it's a UFC fight, Lou, you know, I was that was a uh, that was it's round one uh, for the Boston Bruins. I was saying earlier to Cam that the Blues symbolically, you know, they need to be smart. You don't want to take a penalty and stuff, but they need their own sort of crew kit. They need their own, you know, counter punch. Boom! Let Boston know, hey, we're not just going to get run over uh, by you guys. We, you know, we can knock you over uh, as well. And of course, they have to beat Tuka Rask, but. I know we've been talking throughout the playoffs, and the Blues have been, you know, one of the more resilient teams in, in the playoffs this year. Five and two off a loss. You bring up so many things that I want to discuss, and hopefully we can get to most of them. Uh, during the season, Boston was the second most penalized team. St. Louis, the 24th most penalized team in the playoffs. Boston, 15th after they got a hold of themselves game three against Columbus and St. Louis 16th. And so what happens in game one is St. Louis comes out, gets a 2 lead, and starts to take penalties, something that's very unlike them. I'm not going to claim that Boston didn't earn their way, but the way I look at that was St. Louis game. They completely gave it away by being undisciplined and turning into a team that I didn't recognize. That's not who... St. Louis has been since January, and they took all those penalties, and the penalties allowed Boston to find their legs and realize themselves. Now, that's my opinion, okay? Uh, night two, game two is going to be very, very important, but as far as game one is concerned, 
I look at it like it's four to two Boston, and Boston's in the series one nothing. But the tsunami of support for Boston is really reminiscent to me of last year when the tsunami of the new Las Vegas team won the first game in the series and everybody was pounding nails in the Washington Capitals coffin. I think it's way too early to count the Blues out. They're an extremely solid road team this playoff season. And when you look at them being priced right now in the series at plus 250, holy cow, guys, if I liked them plus 142 nights ago and they're down 0-1, I'm going to play the old gambler trick and come right back on them plus 250, and they must win one of the next two games for me to have a chance to catch that ticket. Yep. I did the exact same thing, Gamblu. I, I I doubled down on it. I got uh, yeah, plus two forty. I think it was plus two forty five. Two fifty is really nice. And the thing about it is too, that last game. It's it's also Bennington. You know, it's big for him. He usually uh, he had one bad goal in the game, but I think the Blues too, with Craig Berube there. Haynes or one of our callers talked about it. They're going to have a game plan, Gamblu. And I think they're big, physical defensemen. This is what they have to do, though. The the St. Louis Blues. We talked about them like an anaconda, kind of like San Jose looked great, and then slowly and slowly and slowly they got squeezed. They got to do the same thing to Boston. Shots from the point to hit guys, all sorts of things that they did before. It was a little bit lacking in game one, but I'll tell you, Gamblu, minus 170 is an absolute insane price for Boston. They're good, but minus 170, wow, that's a crazy number. And I and I just love to it. You led me right into a great point, Cam. And that point is this: between these two teams, the advantage Boston has is speed, quickness, and precision. That's my opinion. The fact that Boston came back and did an unbelievable job reacting—I got to hand it to Coach Cassidy. And in between yeah. the periods, between one and two, they came out and they punched St. Louis back in the mouth. That's the only way St. Louis has a chance in this series if Boston decides to play physical with them. Because just as you say, they will take their soul. And it'll take the advantage Boston has, speed, quickness, precision, away from them. And they'll do it to themselves. I can only pray that's what's going to happen. Uh, Lou with us, uh, gamblue.com. You know, the thing with the Boston Bruins, they can play. They've shown they can play any style. Like, they really just aren't built. They're not a team that's built for the regular season. They're not going to be the flashiest team in a regular season. But, you know, they're really just built uh, for the postseason. Now, St. Louis, some, you know, their physicality has worn teams out uh, throughout the uh, the playoffs. And you're right. I don't think Boston wants to get into a slug uh, fast and a crash and bang affair with them, but they stole a piece of St. Louis's soul in Game One, there, guys. But we can't yeah. underestimate a two-goal lead gets blown, dude. That play is like that's one of the more memorable plays in Stanley Cup history, Cam. Seriously, like you know, from, he goes from crew goes from one end of the rig to the other, levels Thomas. Yep. The the place erupts. Oh, that's it's the just, most overrated play. Uh, they're saying, is he Scott Stevens? I almost 
swallowed my tongue when I heard that. Boom, they're making I mean, pictures. They have collages with the Bobby Orr picture flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, no, I, hey, I, it's helping me. It's helping the price on St. Louis. And, and while it is exciting and I'm not taking anything from Boston, this is going to be a – I hope this is going to be a tight, physical, close series uh, because I have St. Louis. And if it isn't, and Boston just paints our fans – then you know what I'm going to stand up and say I handicapped it wrong, but it, it's a long series and uh, 45 years of focus and frustration is driving St. Louis. I I don't think one terrible game is going to kill them. Up to I brought it up earlier. It's up to uh, 0 for 13 now, Lou. <laughs> uh, they better. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> that's killing me. <laughs> that's killing me too. It's making oh. me sick. They're 0-9 against the Boston Bruins now in the finals, too. I'm just watching the Bruins, guys, and think about this, Gabe. The Leafs had these guys in Game 7, and you're never going to meet like a a better path with, like, Carolina, the likes, and with the way that the Raptors are doing, Gabe. This could have been up for, like, decades and decades of grief all taken care of. Imagine the Leafs and, uh, but anyway, the Leafs are watching Boston now crying, crying in their beer. Well, it's crazy. Look at the Raptors are in the finals now. Yeah, exactly. If Kawhi Leonard doesn't hit that shot, they probably lose in overtime to Philadelphia after. Oh, uh, man, none of this ever happened. Why, that's my line report. Hit the shot. Um, all right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Lou. Eight times six. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Uh, radio network uh, right now the current line for tonight's uh, game is uh, Boston Bruins minus 165 St. Louis Blues plus 140 the total five and a half minus 140 to the under plus 120 uh, to the over and uh, man these playoffs just seem to be cashing um, it's an over machine it seems to me yeah. Uh, in, in the playoffs. So I'm going to stay away. God, I'm going to take the Blues. Small play, guys. Small play on the Blues. And then I'll be in on the Blues one more time after this. Like, if they lose game three again, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> I've been saying this, though, Lou. Like, Tuka Rask, man. It's, he's like, it's like a basketball player, three-point shooter. That everything's, you know, everything goes in, but when it doesn't go in, like even Steph Curry will go three for 30 or something like that. Even the greatest shooters, when they get called, they get called. And I just wonder, is can Tuka Rask go wire to wire? You know what I mean? Like, like he's just not falling apart. You know, we just kept waiting for that. You know, that's why I like the Leafs. We just kept waiting. Well, Rask can't keep this up. He can't keep this up. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. But he, he stopped like 238 in the last 248 shots or something. We talked about it this morning, Cam. His save percentage is like nine five six. Nine fifty six. It's a uh, that's unheard of. That's un- yeah. insane. That's nuts. 
Yeah, like yeah, you got a goalie, you get a goalie with a nine save percentage game. Once I st- once you start seeing over like uh, nine twenty five, that's amazing. Like to do it at that other uh, number is absolutely insane to me. That's wild. Yeah, he's on a hey, good actually. Actually, if you don't mind me busting in, I studied those guys uh, because my feeling before the playoffs was that Rask, uh, entering the playoffs with a 942 save percentage, had to regress. And so I tracked the last 10 years of the goaltenders in the Stanley Cup's uh, goals against. And you have to go back to 11 and 12 to get quick, who finished the highest in that last 10-year study, at point nine four six, and if you remember that year, I do because I had him at twenty five to one. He quick was a rookie and he was sensational, but he benefited by an unbelievable defense. And so the closest person since then uh, has been Thomas. So Rask entering uh, nine forty two. My theory was that he would regress, but let me also say this: uh, Rask happened to be in the 11-12 and 12 series against uh, Chicago. His goals against in that series, .928, so he played really well, and he had one bad game that allowed Chicago to hoist the cup. And I think it was a six-game series, and he had a bad game five. And to me, I love to handicap revenge. If I was a Boston fan... The reason I would like Boston is because Rask got humiliated in that series, and he's got a chip on his shoulder entering this series. Uh, but I still overlook that and do think Bennington and St. Louis can get to them. Will that end up happening? I don't know. That's why we're all going to watch. Lou. Gamble. Yeah, Lou. Lou. Uh, us. All right, uh, Lou. Uh, let's move on to uh, the UFC. It's going to be um, in, in Sweden, Stockholm, uh, the Globe. I was talking with Cam earlier. Really cool looking arena they have. Um, it's really it's like a Globe. Uh, got a nice hotel in Sweden too, Gabe. These guys are uh, ingenuity is their thing. Swedish for common sense. The Swedes really know how to build. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Sweden's got it going on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Totally. Sweden, Finland, and like Switzerland, I think are like the most successful countries in the world. Like as far as per person and like money and all that. Um, so uh, speaking of Swedes, Alexander Gustafsson. So Anthony Smith couldn't get it done against John Jones, but you know he did earn some respect with his performance there. Now he gets John Jones light in Alexander Gustafsson, but he has to go to Sweden to do it. Um, you know, Gustafsson's in the, in the minus 300 range, depending on your book, minus 320, minus 330 or so, Lou. Yeah, and uh, not, uh, you know, I'm a respectful guy, and I don't want to disparage. So if it sounds like I'm going to be talking down to Anthony Smith, please don't take it that way. Here's what I'll say. Sometimes fighters... Uh, get in against champion world-class fighters and make them look odd. If you go way back in history, because I'm an old guy, uh, Ali, at the top of his game, went to England, had to fight this guy named Henry Cooper, and Henry Cooper knocked Ali right on his ass. He was a lefty. He was real odd. And uh, because he fought Ali really well, everybody thought he was a decent fighter, and he was a complete tomato can. 
Uh, no, Anthony Smith is not a com- complete tomato can, guys, but he looked good against John Jones, and he's drafting up to a plus three, uh, 280 or 250, whatever his price is. It is not enough. I'm not a chalk chaser, so I can't take Gustafson at a 300 number because there are a couple questions with him. Uh, at the end of the day, I'll be looking uh, to see how I can get Gustafson uh, like an inside the distance. Uh, I know the fight goes to decision is plus 155. So they feel someone's going to get finished. Uh, Smith is going to get finished in this fight, in my opinion. Yeah, I think he's in a tough spot uh, going into Sweden uh, here against Gustafson as well. As you as you stated, and, and also now, uh, Gustafson has the tape uh, of the Jones fight uh, to break down. Uh, Ozdemir and Latifi. Ozdemir, minus 122 against uh, the, the raging bull that is uh, the rhino that is uh, Latifi. What do you make of this one, Lou? Well, uh, you know, I think it was a week or two ago, we hardly had time to talk UFC. I gave two dogs. They both hit. I always want to give... Uh, your listeners something, and here's the meat on this bone. Ozdemir opens one minus 175, and that's probably right. If it isn't, okay, he opens minus 150, uh, but now you're going to give him to me close to a pick. Uh, he's taller. He's five years younger. He's got reach advantage. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder because he arguably beat Dominic Reyes. He, uh, I won a bet with Reyes on that fight. I felt dirty afterwards. Uh, this Ozdemir is the top five talent, and I, I really like him. He's a value play. He's my best bet on the card. Really? You have that much confidence in him? You know, I like him. He shows he shows a lot at times, uh, Lou. But at, this, at the same point in time, there's fights where there's inactivity too much for my liking uh, with Ozdemir. Now, he's on a three-fight win streak, and as you stated, controversial decision against Reyes. Loss against uh, the aforementioned Anthony Smith and whatever Daniel Cormier, I won't I won't hold against him. Uh, before that, he was on a on a five fight win streak. So on a three fight win streak, he is going to be a desperate fighter. I don't know, man. I don't really think too much of Latifi. He just sort of comes at you, right? He stands there and just he's a real sort of slug uh, type of guy. But he wins more than he loses, Lou. Yeah, I, I just think because of his size, uh, there's a great advantage being five years younger. Uh, Latifi is a sledgehammer, but it takes energy. And if this fight gets to seven minutes, Gabe, Ozdemir is going to start to measure Latifi up and paint his fence. Uh, I, and I think Ozdemir is going to fight the fight to make Latifi get to the middle of that second round for his advantage. All right, Lou. Uh, Lou going with the Cicero lookalike. Uh, <laughs> Who do you guys okay, uh, like? What about Fish Gold? Maranzi, great handle. Chris Fish Gold, not Goldfish. Fish Gold. Yeah, Fish Gold uh, versus uh, Amir Kani. Kani. Uh, what do you make of this fight, uh, Lou? Well, it's your classic wrestler versus stand-up striker, and you know Amir Kani is the. European that'll have all the love, a lefty, is going to have reach, length, height, and athleticism. And Fishgold's going to have to work to get in. This is your Frazier Ali 
you know, fish go bobbing and weaving to take away distance. Mayor Connie uh, trying to jab and stick and move. And honestly, I have more uh, reliant reliance on the wrestler in a situation like that than I do Americani. And so I tend to think Fishgold that close to pick uh, in, a, in a matchup like that, give me the wrestler. You know what's amazing is, is the Jimmy Manawa's career, uh, Lou, and what, you know, the ups, the downs, the, um, you know, the quick rise, the knockouts, and, and here he is right now uh, listed, uh, listed as an underdog. Pretty big underdog here, too. Uh, well, he's, he's plus 175, and uh, Alexander Rakic is, uh, is minus two, uh, 220 or so. Minus 210, minus 220 uh, from Austria, uh, Lou. Very uh, European uh, card here. What do you know about this, dude? Well, I know that when you look at, and I do, uh, when you look at the physical uh, characteristics for advantage, it all is for Rasek, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. He'll be 6'5 to 6'1 Manawa. He'll be 12 years younger. He's going to have almost, uh, Rasek will have about the same reach as Manawa, just because Rasek is tall and, and angular, and Manawa at the shoulders is Texas. So uh, Rasek, the younger guy, but he's been in against uh, Barroso, who can't knock over a, a, a you know a screen door uh, in a decision? Justin Ledette, who's a game fighter, he decisioned him, and then he he did TKO Devin Clark, who if you sneeze on him, he goes out. I find Rasics again, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, level of competition very very suspect to be this kind of a favorite against a guy in Manawa now. Yes. He's the older guy. Yes, he has a little bit of a chin problem, but he's also very desperate, and he's fighting in Europe. I think man, hey, hang in here, Lou. Hang in here. We'll be right back. Hey. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Yeah, crazy uh, seeing the uh, the Buffalo Bills in uh, in, a, in a better time. Nineteen ninety two wild card game, Houston and Buffalo. The uh, the legendary epic uh, Buffalo Bills uh, comeback uh, right now winding down on the NFL uh, Network. So uh, Lou Gamblu with us. UFC going to Stockholm, uh, Sweden. Um, we're looking. Uh, we're looking at uh, some of the best bets on this uh, on this card, Lou. Let's get into the prelims a little bit. I don't know if anything's caught your eye here. Uh, we got Teamer on the card against Sung Bin Joe, uh, Lena Landsberg and Tanya Avenger, former Invicta champion, Stevie Ray versus Leonardo Santos. My boy uh, Nick Hine takes on uh, Frank Camacho. Uh, anything on the undercard catch your eye? Well, I'm, I'm interested to see what this Santos, this guy Santos is a killer, but he's been off since, you know, 
the last time the Blackhawks were in the Stanley Cup final, for crying out loud. Uh, here's a guy that beats Tony Martin, beats Kevin Lee, takes 10 months off, and, and then beats Martinez, his, his fellow Brazilian. Uh, he's, he's way more man than Ray is, but he's also 39 and taking time off. I mean, I think he has to come back and look sensational, uh, but he's a big price. Maybe you use him in a in a kind of a front side of a parlay if you're a parlay player. Uh, if, if you're looking for a couple of dogs, you know, I don't know about dog, but there's some value on Nick Hine, who's a German, and he's also a good guy. He's a corrections officer. He's fighting Frank Camacho, and, and Camacho's arguably going to be the bigger, huger guy, and he had uh, trouble making 155 his last time. He'll, so he'll be a lot bigger guy over Hine. They're betting Camacho like they got the results of the fight. Hine opened 180. He's now pick him. There might be a little value on Hine. I can tell you one thing. Hine won't quit, and Camacho, he's a reckless, and he goes in chin first, and hard, and no doubt he can knock you out. But uh, I'd say Hine's got some value. Santos maybe for uh, a, a front end of a parlay. But uh, my, my good dog might be Manawa. I want to watch weigh-ins. But I'll lay my soul right now to Ozdemir. I, I do think he's in a good spot against uh, Ladisi. Lou. Get yeah. Lou. Uh, com. All right, Lou, so before we get you out of here, uh, we've got the NBA NBA finals uh, coming up. And I know you're you're more of a hockey guy uh, than a basketball uh, guy, but we were talking about um, is there value with the Toronto Raptors? Mark Lawrence actually thinks the Raptors um, are going to win this series. He's waiting for better value. He's hoping they're going to lose game one, and then he's going to jump in. I think if they lose game one, then they could be in trouble. I think they need to win both home games to win the series, but sort of similar situation coming into the Stanley Cup, and like right now, Tuka Rask is minus 182 to uh, to win a Conn Smythe slash MVP. Um, Kawhi Leonard, I'm losing FanDuel's odds right now. Kawhi Leonard is uh, plus 245. And the Toronto Raptors are plus 230. It's only a 15 cent difference, but we talk about this all the time, and I know you like this angle as well, Lou. It's, it really comes into play in the Super Bowl, too. Like, It's not every year that the MVP of the Super Bowl is going to be the quarterback, but it's essentially seven or eight out of ten years uh, that it is. And, you know, if you can correlate the MVP of the game, you can get better odds than just playing the series of a team that you like. Uh, you can. I, I don't think it worked. Uh, it, actually, by in, in hockey, I took Tarasenko at 40-1 to 1, uh, just because, again, I'm on the blues. But when I look at basketball, I don't know anything about basketball, but my, my, the sharp guys, and when I hear Mark Lawrence say he's going to wait a game and then take them, that, that, that's what I do in hockey. I'm, I'm going to do exactly what he says because I know he's a pro in basketball. But I'll say this as I was looking at it. And I'm as square as I can be. I never bet basketball. But I saw that the, the Raptors were plus 220, 230 in the series, and yet Kawhi, I found it plus 250 for the MVP. It just seems second nature to me that if, in fact, Toronto wins, it's going to be Kawhi. And I tried to get a 20 extra cents of value on Kawhi Leonard because the sharper guys I seem to – 
you know, gravitate around the play basketball, think Toronto has a chance. And at, you know, 250, I'm willing to bet a little unit uh, on something that I have no clue about. Lou, Gamblu, uh, dot uh, com. All right, uh, Lou. So when's the next Wednesday baseball game? You good next week or is it a game in the afternoon? <laughs> uh, I think the uh, no, I think there is a game. Uh, so we may have to move it. But I will also say right now I'm handicapping College World Series. So as the, uh, the Stanley Cup starts to wind down, College World Series is going to happen. It happens in Omaha, Nebraska. That's my hometown. I'll be back in town for the championship series this year. And I've had a really hot last couple of years in uh, College World Series. So next week we may even talk about that a little bit, even though it may be a Thursday. Yeah, oh, it's the Dodgers next week. Got the Dodgers here. Ooh, uh, we don't really games. care who it is. Big rival. We just we margaritas. just drink margaritas and go, we show up late and leave early. The, the game hardly right. matters. Hey, I'd like to parlay like margaritas like with Dodger. you guys bolting. Yeah, that, that's that's a lock. <laughs> Thanks, Lou. Have a good one, Lou. Thanks, yeah. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everyone. Hey, Marantz, Lou. Yeah, that's funny. I just got a text from Lisa, who's downtown near uh, uh, the the Golden State Warriors Hotel, booing uh, booing Kevin Durant and stuff. The fans get real agile. Fans getting agile, hanging outside the hotel. What's going on here? Trying to really into this one, man. You don't get many championship uh, getting- runs in town. Getting surly. I know you said they're getting agile. Are they running around the hotel or are they getting hostile? Yeah, I, meant, I meant agitated. Hostile, yes. Yeah. Hostile. Yeah, not, not, a, not agile. Hostile. You're right. Yeah, not before, agile. Before in the show, uh, your language was so good. You're using the word epiphany and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, Syn- synchronicity. Agile. Yeah, now oh. agility for agitation. Correct. Yeah, but gonna, you know what it is. It's more, it's more autograph seekers, Kevin. For, for sure. Self- for sure. It's not people harassing them. You know what I mean? It's yeah. people... Groupies, that's what people do. They wait outside of hotels where athletes stay, man. I got to ask you, where did the expression tomato can come from? Because in baseball, a can of corn is a routine fly ball. Where do you get tomato can for, like, a a bad fighter? Because a tomato can doesn't move? Like, you know, you call a guy a stiff. You could call a guy, you know, like tomato can. I like Uh, it. I don't know where it came from. It originates because it's like a can you're kicking around down the street. Oh, okay. Is that what it is? The tomato can? Yeah, ah, yeah. get yeah. out of here, can. The phrase originates in a childhood pastime of kicking a can down the street. Oh, a okay. boxer is advancing his career of minimal effect by defeating a tomato can and notching <laughs> a win. Tomato refers to blood. Oh, I see, I see. Interesting, interesting. Knock, tomato a, tomato, knock a tomato can over and red stuff comes out. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. And I'll tell you, things are so big, uh, Marenzi, around here. All the so Jurassic Park because it's too big now. They have no more room. They're telling people like it's crazy. Like downtown is absolutely mobbed. They're opening they up, up like City Hall. Yeah, yeah. They got City Hall going. They got the movie theaters going out. Like Do they have City Hall? Having, yeah, I think they're working on that. And they're also having well for where I am, they have don't know City <laughs> Hall. No, I don't know, but I'm, I'm just telling you something right now. The movie theater stuff, they're having viewing parties, and where I live, they want to have City Hall where I am at Jurassic Park 2, and they want to have another one uh, north. Just telling you. 
I'm not the mayor of the city. I'm just giving you snippets of what I know or what I don't know. So you're saying so up there by square one, they want to get a screen going up. Yes, yeah. yes, that's what I'm saying, brother. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people live up there, man. That's a big chunk of land. Yeah, yeah, the entire city the entire city sold out. Yeah, like, you can't uh, get there. They're moving out here. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be crazy everywhere. As you mentioned, so I see this, yes, that, um, um, Okay, public spaces, cinemas there, Toronto Raptors uh, games during the finals. Uh, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment said 10 Canadian cities have been approved to set up free viewing spaces. Interesting. Viewing parties have been created local, all right. MLSC announced partnership with movie uh, theater chain Cineplex. Cineplex, yep. Wow. 33 movie theaters across Canada free to get in. Yeah. Uh, Free to get in. Um. I talked about this the other night. They were going to set up. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're good to go. Uh, Mississauga is an approved, uh, approved Jurassic Park. Damn right. <laughs> Ontario communities currently approved by MLSE to set up uh, mini yeah. Jurassic Parks. Pickering? Yep. Vaughn? Yes. Halton Hills? Makes sense. Brampton? For sure. It'd be a shit show in Brampton. Oh, Brampton, there could, be, there could be death. Mississauga, yes. Yeah, Injuries, Mississauga, but not that's death. Gonna add, that's going to end yep. well, yeah. No, actually, uh, Mississauga, Brampton, not good. Not good for business. Yeah, no, not good. Uh, new no, market. Good. New yeah, market is just going to be a big booze fest. Yeah. Uh, actually, Midland. Yeah. And uh, Windsor. Uh, the city of Kingston is holding public viewing parties. Wow. And, uh, wow, we talked about this last night because Vancouver wanted to do it. And the mayor got all uppity about we're not spending money and, like, we're not doing this. It's not Vancouver and stuff. And um, we're looking here like other cities besides. It's like one city that decided against it was uh, was uh, was Vancouver. They're the only ones. They rained on the parade. Yeah. Still mad about the Grizz. I don't want yeah, the to come they also back. did. They did have a big riot last time. They had a bunch of people gathered together. Excellent point. I was there when the Vancouver Canucks lost to the Boston Bruins, ironically, in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I was in the middle of that fires, glass, burnt the city to shreds, man. It was crazy. My cameraman, like, he almost got killed. I had, like, a $30,000 rig, man. It was pretty wild, Gabe. You've seen riots, too. You've lived in Montreal. You've been there. I was there that night of the riot in Vancouver, too, but I left as it yep. started. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, it was nuts. I was getting on a plane just as the game started. Um, it's funny. I was in a hospital right after in Toronto too, and we were watching a ride on TV. And I told someone I was just there. They didn't believe me. Of course, <laughs> I'm, sit- I'm sitting in an emergency room. Right? <laughs> I said, true, yeah, though. I was just there. I, I told him. I said, Yeah, I was just there a couple hours ago. I'm glad I'm not there right now. People looked at me like, Yeah, yeah, whatever, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There I am in St. Michael's Hospital, one in the morning in Toronto. <laughs> Uh, it goes to show, though, just how big this really is for the Raptors. Oh, it's and it's huge, across, man. It's... Across the country of Canada, I mean. Yeah, 10 Canadian cities, viewing parties, 33 movie theaters across the country are going to be airing it for free. Uh, oh, Halifax, public outdoor oh, yeah. viewing park. Cool. Yeah. So the NBA, the story just broke. I'll put in my update, but the NBA speaking to Drake about his antics. Well, 
kind of like what we talked about, you know. So the guy gets a little bit sauced in games and, you know, air guitars and stuff. Where's the – what's Commissioner Silver doing about all these guys talking and trying to uh, recruit Kawhi Leonard before the season's over? Maybe that should be addressed. Good point. Get a pitching. I'm just, I'm happy, just saying the they worry NBA, about this is what they do. Oh, Drake, Drake. Drake. Like, I'm not even a yeah. Drake fan. You know what I mean? I listen, I listen to indie rock and you listen to metal, whatever. I, I couldn't care less. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, I, I just think it's nuts, though. It is an overreaction. What, because the Greek Freaks manager and uh, Milwaukee's coach don't like it? Get it, man. Tough shit. Like, if he wasn't a celebrity, whatever. Like, that Sixer fan got up every damn time the Sixer scored. He was yelling at everyone. True. That Gucci main guy was yelling the other day. He was standing up trying to distract the rap. Like, it's what it is, man. Yeah, we got some too short news, too. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Well, this is getting crazy. Looks like the movie theaters are going to be sold out, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, limit limit tickets, two, two tickets per person. Uh, yeah, Vancouver, you're not coming across looking very, uh, you know, where's your, you know, where's your team spirit, Where's your enthusiasm? Yeah, come yeah. on. Be part of the team. I like this. Uh, the mayor of Burlington, Ontario, calls the Raptors playoff run uh, our generation's moment. Yes. Um, I like this, though. Um, in Burlington, it's called Burlassic Park. <laughs> They've set that's up where, a mini. That's where Portuguese Burlass- Joe moved to. I should go visit him in Burlassic Park. Oh, that'll be the nice one. They're gonna have a nice big screen. It's gonna oh, be all classy and stuff. Oh, Leather oh, couches, yeah. probably. Like, yeah, yeah. Rich people. Hey, man. Oh, yeah, want, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want a course like? No, no. We got premium, premium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People are gonna be showing up on a beer. And yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it's a rich yeah. part. That's a rich neighborhood. Like, oh, big time. But they got so like much money there, man. It's like ribs. People will be getting stabbed in Brampton if they don't win. Like I'm if Raptors win, it'll be all right. Like that's gonna end poorly. I used to do bar gigs at the Courtney Park um, uh, bar up there, Gabe, for the first Raptors run when they played uh, Washington. And, yeah, I remember when they got swept. Like, there was a fight in the parking lot. Things got a little bit stabby. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of uh, characters up in those parts there. Yeah, it's going to be once the suds start, Brampton, I'm predicting uh, bad things. Raptors better win Um, or else it's going to get ugly. And props to, props to the Raptors for allowing this to happen, right? Like, they, they need to give permission. The NBA needs to give permission. For sure. Leagues just don't like broadcasting games for free on the street cam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, oh, they don't. People pay <laughs> no, rights for this stuff, right? It's not like uh, – I know the NHL has shut parties down like this uh, before. But yeah. uh, basically, I guess the Raptors had a list of criteria. Um, you can show the game. Um, it has to be totally free. You can't charge anybody anything to get in. You must broadcast the game with full volume, with the commercials at full volume. Mm-hmm. And you, you're you not allowed to use any sponsorship or trademark material. So basically, you can set a screen up, 
and uh, you, you can crank the game, but uh, you can't can't sell it. Like, oh yeah, we're showing the game. You want to buy right. rights to like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in other words, I guess people just play their own booze here.